Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Patches, I'm depending on your son. Oops. <laughs> Wrong button. Oh, wow. We're off to a really good start. Uh, it's in our head. It might as well be in yours. Might as well. Good morning, Americans. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. Okay. <laughs> Not off to a Friday kind of start, though. We got uh, there. Yeah, we, eventually. Sure. Uh, welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter coming up. Pretty excited about this. Uh, coming up at the bottom of hour two today, we'll be joined by Jason Hanley, who is the Vice President of Education and Visitor Engagement at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Nice. Uh, we've got some questions for him. Like... Obviously, why is Dolly Parton in the Hall of Fame but not Foreigner? How's that possible? How's that possible? Uh, we have discussed we're not going to just start off with that. No, we're, gonna, we're not going to start. <laughs> no, we're going to lure him in. We're going to lay uh-huh. the groundwork a little bit. Hey, you guys have a pretty impressive building. Uh, I saw it once. I did a broadcast from there in 1996 or so. Beautiful building. What's your yeah. biggest you... attempt at listener and viewer engagement happening this year? Yeah, let, let him let him uh, <laughs> let him think he's among friends. Uh, well, he is. He, he is, is among, among friends. friends. Yeah, we let him get comfortable. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we'll talk to him at seven thirty ish. So that's uh, coming up. Ninety minutes. Can't wait. Uh, and usually, I'm not one for interviews, but this one. Mm-hmm. This one should be fun. NCAA tournament started yesterday, and somebody on Kamala Harris's staff. I guess, yeah. Smelled something he liked, I guess. <laughs> uh, check so this guy weird. out. Checking out Kamala. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. It's not uh, weird. What are you doing? Not even, that's not real. What do you mean it's not real? That's not real. What do you mean it's see, not he, real? I, see, he could almost make it look like he's trying to see the scoreboard or something, but then he kind of leans in like, hey, what mm-hmm. up? Smelling my boss, that's all. Nothing wrong with that. That's awkward. <laughs> Very that's awkward. awkward. I feel like that's not true. What do you mean? What do you I think this like, is? I don't know. This was like live C- on... like CGI. This was on CBS <laughs> during the Kansas-Howard game. She's a Howard alum. She oh. was there. Gosh, Kansas what? versus Howard. I wonder who won that game. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, was it even close? What was the score? Uh, I think they won don't know. 20. Kansas. 20. Uh, I would have like expected I, more. I but yeah. Whatever. Jayhawks defending uh, national champions. Uh, there was a big upset yesterday when Furman beat Arizona. <laughs> oh, what an ending. 15 seed beats a yeah. uh, number two seed. That doesn't happen very well, often. Yeah, uh, Furman beat... Um, uh, oh wait, Furman, Virginia. Furman beat Virginia, but uh, who was it that beat Arizona? Arizona, they fell to, to um, uh, the fifteen. Oh, see, uh, uh, Princeton. Thank you. They lost to Princeton. <laughs> Gosh, jeez, that was a whole twelve hours ago, Keith. Mm. Yeah, crazy. Well, it is March. That's Madness. why. That's why they called March Madness. Everybody, good morning. <laughs> How's those brackets? <laughs> busted. Mine's already broken. The whole bracket busted. A lot uh, of red marks on so. that bracket already. That moron that's sitting in the White House, um, uh, whoever's on his staff, because obviously it wasn't him, mm-hmm. posted his bracket uh, after the early game started. His bracket. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shut up. <laughs> like he even knows what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I think they're playing volleyball or something. Are they playing handball? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're doing? Yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, I, I see, you know, Kamala was at the... She had some free uh, time. She could get down well, there. Yeah, she was at... But she was on... She was on the great Stephen Colbert show. Mm. Uh, Because that show is great. Uh, Awesome. Mm -hmm. Just like like Steve is. Right. And Mm -hmm. uh, she uh, was asked, Steve actually asked her a tough question, like, you know, hey, what's your job? Oh, Mm. okay. That is a tough question for her. (laughs) Let's see what happened. Uh, there's a there's a uh, in the, one of the themes of the show is Veep. that her character uh, Selena Meyer is yeah. frustrated by the sometimes vague duties of the role. Like it's a it's a high constitutional office, but it's not prescribed so much about what you're supposed to be doing. Is, is that ring true? Like what does to, what is the actual role on a daily basis as you have found it? Well, I have the great privilege of serving with Joe Biden, who was president of the United States. <laughs> Yay! Breaking news with the moronic right. explanation. Exactly. Well, she got more. She Couldn't got more. be more obvious. And and was vice president, right? Does, that oh. affect it? does, does, does he understand what he it's like does. to be a vice president? He does. Uh, and he is. He really is a true partner, and he understands the job. And remember, we came in during the height of the pandemic, yes. mm-hmm. and so so much of the work was about okay, we've got to cover a lot of bases, and let's figure out how between us we can do it. But he is um, an extraordinary leader. And oh, I wish that people could see what I see because uh, there's only one person to do with your duties resolute desk as VP and the decisions that that person mm. has to make are the decisions that nobody else in the country can make. Mm-hmm. And he's an extraordinary leader. Oh, my God. What garbage. It's not really what I asked you. That's an excellent. That's an excellent answer. And no, uh, the question was, what is the job of the vice president? <laughs> and your answer is part of the job, I'm guessing. Well, you know, my job is to do, I mean, for example, I'll tell you, um, I was tell recently us. in Munich at the Munich Security Conference. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the job there was to stand up. And as you know, most up. of my career I spent as a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I declared that um, we, the United States of America, believe that Russia has committed crimes against humanity. Yes. So your job is to say that Russia has committed crimes against humanity? That's what your job is as vice president? Doing that for the president. Joe Biden, yay! Okay, now that you did that, now what do you do then? You completely... I guess completed your task as vice president. So you're done here. Yeah, you're done. So move on. Go back to being a prosecutor, perhaps. Oh my goodness. Wow, she's bad. Oh my gosh. He gave her every opportunity. Every oh, opportunity. He just laid it out for her, and she still can't. Couldn't do, do it. it. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. <clears throat> you could at least say, "Well, I break ties in the Senate." There's that. Okay. That is an actual job of the yeah, vice yes, president, uh, but we still didn't hear any of the duties of a vice president. Well, especially this one, right? I mean, yeah. she has to be up by, well, she has to be up by nine to get over to the White House and make sure Joe's up. <laughs> well, right? that doesn't happen until uh, about 1230 uh, oh. in the oh. afternoon. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what does she do between nine and 1230? She has breakfast because she gets up at, you okay, know, nine and then uh, pretty soon it's time for breakfast. All Finishes right. that up by about 10. And then so at 10, she gets up from the table and uh, asks the chef to start lunch. <laughs> so by about 11, he's got it ready. 
And uh, she eats, sits wow. down, has a, a furnace, has a nice meal till about twelve. Oh, she is. By a then, it's almost time to go wake up the president. I see. And see how many times he's pooped his pants during the night. Oh no! So that's uh, her job. That's her job. <laughs> she drew uh, that strong. That's her job. Yeah. Oh. Unhook the IV. Let's yeah. go, Joey. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> time to get up. Well, we see you, you did some doo 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 last night, <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Oh, no. No, honey, no. no. Honey, no. <laughs> That's supposed to already be done before I show up. Right. <laughs> so so it's a tough job. Nobody said it was easy. Boy, that is. That's harder right? than I realized. I wouldn't want to do it. Tell you well, that right no. now. In fact, I would not do it. I would uh, I well, defer you... to the Secretary of State. How much, how much would they pay? How much could they pay to do that? Uh, there is no the amount they could pay me to oh, do uh, that. There's, that is not true. But, yeah, it uh, is true. How much true. would you do it for? What's I, the least you would do it I, for? Well, a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> would you really? Yeah, a couple hundred for thousand. A couple hundred thousand, That's you easy would change money. the president's pants? That's easy money. All right. <laughs> would you be like saying, hey, uh, you should really give uh, hardworking Americans a tax cut in this uh this little proposal you're trying to push through. I, I, I don't care. You'd I'm have his to, ear. I'm here to throw the You'd have his ear. My check. Oh, but you'd have his ear, Jeffy. <laughs> I'd have more than that. Okay. Oh, man. Not ta- it takes a special kind of person. You, it certainly does. You know, because there are people who actually do yes, that. Yes, it, ta- it certainly does. And and hats off to them. I, that's, I am not one. Uh, me neither. I am not one. Me neither. My that's first it. wife was, and I did never Oof. understood it. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. She did that? Yeah. She worked with, like... Nursing yes, homes and yes. things? Uh, uh, well, she, she was a RN, registered uh-huh. nurse, and that, she worked for uh, home health for a number of years. Oh, man, no and, thank uh, you. And hospice. No thank you. Uh, and it was, no thank you. Yeah. I mean, as you get attached to the people that oh, you're yeah. taken care of. And yeah, and then we, they're gone. I know. It's really sad. Hard. Yeah. Really sad. Uh, all right. Happy yesterday, Friday. yesterday we were that? shocked that Joe Biden uh, let... Let the Willow Project for oil drilling go forward Mm -hmm. in Alaska. Incredible, on the North Slope. Uh, And uh, we actually had a tweet that nailed this. But here's KJP explaining the situation. Yeah, thank you, Corrine. Uh, What is the White House's reaction to environmental activists critical of the Biden administration's approval of the Willow Oil Project? They argue that the president has undermined his own goals uh, on climate change in approving this. So a couple of things there. Um, Look, the president, uh, you know, when it comes to, you're talking about the Willow Project. Yeah, the Willow. Yeah, that's why he said the Willow Project. The president kept his word when he, uh, where he can, where where he can, by law, right? Uh, That is important to note. Uh, And uh, as the Interior Department said, some of the company's leases are decades old, granted by prior administrations. The company has a legal right to those uh, leases. The department's options are limited when there are legal contracts uh, in place. For example, the DOI solicitor under uh, President Clinton uh, and law professor at U.S. Hastings said they have lease rights and that can't be ignored. That's a big figure uh, on the scale in the favor of development. And so I'll, I'll leave it there. But again, the president That's is uh, delivering the most uh, aggressive climate agenda in the U.S. history, and that is going to be uh, his continued uh, uh, his continued commitment to the American people. Yeah. Yeah. So the position of the White House that there was no other option other than approving the uh, permits yes. for the... 
there was there were th those uh, uh, the le there was legal right to they had legal right to those leases right and he the president's going to do what he can under the uh, as the law permits hmm. and so again this is a president who's delivered on the most aggressive in other words uh, we would have said no if we could history, and he's going to continue to do that but we couldn't yep wow amazing that they let a law stop them bound by law that's contract. for sure Nate it. Huh. Nate it. Nate it. wait easy there boy what's going on looks like she was getting ready to leave yeah uh, well, yeah, I mean, the press apparently finally told her uh, how upset they are that Biden never talks. He never takes yeah, questions. So the he just sits there and looks like a deer in headlights. Legacy media yesterday finally turned on them. Yeah, because yeah. huh. you start offending them. You know, you go directly at them and their interest. Why then they'll get pissed yeah. if you don't, In other words, they will... They'll, they've got your back, Democrats. Right, until. But the thing is, you got to let them do their job. They have to make it look like they're actually working and, and working for the people. Mm -hmm. And if you can't mm -hmm. even give them that, then they then look out. a little upset. Yeah. They'll turn on you like this. Nate it. Nate it. Wait, that's. Nate it. Okay, what's Nate happening? Nate You're going to have to give up on Nate that it. clip, Kayla, because something's wrong with it. Can we is that the that? one where they're starting to yeah. yell at her how pissed off yeah. they are? I love seeing uh, the great so big book of everything Dang in the it. picture, though. Max Headroom there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, anyway, one of the reporters uh, screamed at her. Uh, that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because. Because uh, she said. Yeah, she said, look, uh, you know, he, he does these things where he sits there with yeah. uh, other people, and they're like, yeah, he. They don't take questions in there. Right. To your point about sitting there for a minute while they scream at him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the, in the, in the White House, when he has guests, they all just scream at him and he sits there and chuckles. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Let's okay. Go. Let's go. Nate it. That's not true. He has, he's answered for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Here's. Which, I hear you guys. I hear you guys. Um, I, look. The two plus two is something that is done in coordination with the country that is visiting. That is not something that is unilaterally decided. Decided. That is something that is in discussion with oh, the other country. I was blame asked about the, the two other plus countries. two. I was also. I also was what adding that uh, there is an opportunity where press will be in the room with the two leaders. Uh, I cannot speak to if who's going to take questions or who's not going to take questions. Uh, as you know, this is a president that takes shouted questions often. <laughs> Wow. Uh, wow. Well, that's not true. Either. No, and that's what they were telling her. It's not true. You're you're lying. Um, the press is always shouted down when we're in the Oval Office. Yep. One of them yelled at her. Uh, they shout at us to get out. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's true. We see and hear that all the time. I mean, it wasn't I just mm -hmm. a, a week ago, he walked out of the White House to go on one of his vacation trips yep. mm -hmm. and walked over toward the press and then just that's because well, they, they asked him a question about China that China, he didn't like. China and COVID. Oh no! I'm Turned around, here. walked off. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'm out of here. I don't yep. That's great. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me tell you about something that can revitalize your life, and that's Nugenics. Uh, it is a fantastic product. If you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, and you're kind of at your wit's end, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock. It'll re-energize your workouts, maybe help you feel like doing workouts again. It'll get you better results in the gym, and you'll look and feel more like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea. It contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophen. 
It's been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. And right now, you can get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text UNLEASHED to 231231. Text that now. Get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in shape fast. Absolutely free. So, again, text UNLEASHED to 231231. UNLEASHED to 231231. Texting enrolls you into... Recurring automated text messages, consent not required to purchase, message and and data rates may apply. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Also yesterday, we were uh, gelling with Yellen. Uh, Secretary of State Janet Yellen. Treasury, yeah. Treasury, I mean. Secretary of Treasury Janet Yellen told Congress that uh, the banks, the banks are <laughs> oh, fine. Banks. Oh, the, the banks, banks, the banks are, are secure. secure. Oh, do we want to play the clip that you sent, Jeffy? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, she's very she convincing. Be, oh, let's play that one first. Where she really solidly told confidence. us, yeah. If you're worried about the banks collapsing, sure. you know that have been collapsing over the last week. After you see this, you're going to feel totally fine oh, about man. it. Oh, okay. You're ready to go. Yeah. You're ready to go. The Federal Reserve is providing additional support to the banking system mm. with a new lending facility. This will help financial institutions <laughs> meet the needs of all of their depositors. Okay. Good. I can reassure the members of the committee that our go. banking system is, is sound, sound and that Americans can feel confident Pause it that for a their sec. deposits will yeah, it's sound. I hear the sound of them collapsing <laughs> right now. <laughs> you bet. That's what that sound is. It's the sound of every bank in America beginning to collapse. And what does that mean we have a new lending facility? <laughs> new does that lending mean facility. that they have a new printing press? Uh, that yes. they're just churning out more money? What does that well, mean? I don't know, but I was thinking the same thing. That a new, new lending, lending facility. facility. That they just turned on overnight? Okay. Uh, There's right. not much more left to that. Let's I see mean, the rest, yeah. though. Come on. Be there when they need them. Comforting. This week's actions demonstrate our mm-hmm. resolute commitment mm. to ensure mm-hmm. that our financial system remains strong. Oh, good. And that depositors' savings remain safe. Oh, there you well, go. There you go. There you go. So rest it's easy all good. today. <laughs> Everything's fine. That's great. <laughs> well, Jim Cramer says that, that the Fed is, is on the cusp of a soft, safe landing. Which means, uh, means we are means, in trouble. Yeah. Head yeah. for the hills. Wow. If Jim Cramer is making a prediction that things are going to be good, it's Seriously, not. has he ever been right about anything? Not as of late, it feels like. Hoo-wee. <laughs> she was also asked about Joe Biden's plan to save Social Security. Oh, good. The president knows many people on Social Security. Then why doesn't the president care? Mm. He cares very deeply. Then where is his plan? Mm-hmm. He stands ready to work with Congress. That's a lie, address. because when a bipartisan group of senators mm. has repeatedly requested to meet with him about social, so that somebody who is a current beneficiary will not see her benefits cut by 24%, we have not heard anything on our request. Huh. And mm. we've made multiple requests to meet with the president. Hmm. Now, I, now you what do can't you say? comment on that. I realize that, but that is a fact. And if you've been told to say he stands ready to meet, I will tell you there's absolutely no evidence because we have not gotten our meeting. Bill Cassidy. Huh? Good job there. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. Talk about holding somebody's feet to the yeah, fire yeah. with some actual facts. What are you going to say to that? Well, yeah. I mean, Yellen would just say, yep, that's, I've been told that he's willing to meet. Right. Ah, that's great stuff. But I'm really glad that she took the time to rest, uh, put to rest all of our fears about the banking situation. <laughs> Thank you. Right? Because, I mean, banks in Europe were collapsing. They collapsed here. And, and then to hear her say that the financial institutions are sound in this country, I just, I mean, I'm so comforted now. Good. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> just i you know you see it it's it's still hard to believe uh how stupid they think we are and the lies they think we're going to swallow of course a lot of democrats will swallow absolutely that. they'll just believe it because a democrat said it and we're done we're done here nothing to see move along meanwhile house republicans re uh uh revealed some information about the biden family's business dealings which are of <laughs> course also sound on the up and up yes indeed uh, complete transparency is what the Bidens believe in here. Uh, <laughs> President Biden's daughter-in-law, Hallie Biden, was among several family members who pocketed payouts after a Hunter Biden associate received th- a $3 million wire payment from a Chinese energy company, according to a House committee. Yes. <laughs> the Biden family members received more than a million dollars in payments over a three-month period after the Chinese wire transfer cleared. According to a memo dealing uh, detailing the payments, which was issued by the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, that's why you see this everywhere in the news today. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, can you believe this? It's Nobody's not, talking about it. She got screwed in the deal too. Actually, I th- who did I, uh, Hallie? Hallie? Yeah, because I feel like they originally they transferred like a million bucks to her, and she mm-hmm. had to then transfer other money to other people, and she mm-hmm. only ended up with like I don't know thirty grand or something. What? And I was like. Really? <laughs> what? What are, what are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, Come on, give Hallie a break. Drop me a little more cash. She's a widow. Let her keep more of that. Right. I mean, I realize that Hunter's probably paying most of the bills at well, that time. Uh huh. In, in James Comer, uh, the congressman from Kentucky, who's on top of this, uh, he said this is the first of many that that they're going through. So there's going to be wow. other shoes to drop here. Wow. And to what you said about why isn't this everywhere? I was surprised. I just glanced up there a few minutes ago on CNN. And they were going to commercial break. and Did they mention it? It was referenced. So I don't know if they're going to talk about wow. it coming up here or what. But uh, that was interesting to see that graphic up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, until they can tie it to Joe, they can talk well, about well, it. Right? Well, yeah, as yeah. the story continues, um, we might actually have that. We'll see. Several payments were also sent to companies associated with Biden's brother, uh, James Biden, oh, yeah. and, of course, son Hunter, in addition to Hallie. An unknown account identified only as Biden uh-huh. also received transfers from the company owned by Hunter Biden associate Rob Walker in the months after the $3 million wire cleared in 2017. <clears throat> so we're just uh so We might get something there, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, it was unclear what services Biden associates provided to Mr. Walker. <laughs> All right. What do you mean? How a, what did Hallie do for this company? Uh Uh, We don't really, that's not clear Mm -hmm. right now. The Oversight Committee is concerned about the national security implications resulting from President Biden's family receiving millions of dollars from foreign nationals. Ah, Come on. We will continue to follow the money trail and facts to determine if President Biden is compromised by his family's business schemes 
and if there is a national security threat. Mm-hmm. I want to sh- assure the American people that there is no national security threat. Thank you, Mr. Yellen. Um, appreciate that comforting, comforting uh, announcement. You're welcome. Just like her banking thing comforted me. Uh, your message right there just Thank takes you. it uh, takes all the worry away from me. Well. The memo said committee investigators are particularly concerned why Hallie Biden, publicly reported to work as a school counselor, received <laughs> money from Walker's business. Huh. <laughs> the memo also notes that a company affiliated with James uh, Gillier, another Biden family associate, received more than a million dollars from Mr. Walker's business account. Okay. Uh, that was the day after the Chinese wire transfer. Uh, the payment details were revealed in bank records obtained by the committee in response to a, a recent subpoena mm-hmm. issued to the Bank of America. So again, This is going to get really interesting. Yeah, all yes, of this stuff is. that wow. should have been investigated a long, long ago, time ago. Now that the House belongs to Republicans, they are. This stuff is mm-hmm. it's just like you're cramming, you know, all of these things into the last couple of months here. Right. It's going to be interesting to see where this leads. So that's why when your friends say, well, why are they just starting to talk about this now what if it was such a big deal in 2017? Well, it's because uh, the Democrats have been in charge and they squashed all this. They didn't look into it. What was revealed was pr- suppressed by Twitter and others. I mean, do you remember oh, yeah. when this whole thing started? It was all swept under the rug very conveniently. Uh, yeah. And by the way, you talk about why isn't this getting more traction already? I think it might, but can you imagine? You wouldn't have to wait for this thing to get traction if this was the Donald Trump family. This was oh the my Trump God. family doing this. It would, that's all CNN would be talking about this morning. Oh my gosh. Uh, no uh, doubt about is this, it. Is this president run by China? Yes. Uh, the family that, is in dirty? Yeah, exactly. You that's hear, what would be happening. They would have live shots at every Trump home. Yeah. Every yeah, family would. member's home. Now. <laughs> yeah, they would. There would be satellite trucks parked right outside. They would talk about recent purchases that people in the family had made yep. since this uh, transaction. Yeah, look at that nice new car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we know we all know the Biden family is so clean wow. and That's so why this above is shocking. board. Yeah. When, when this broke yeah. last night, I was like, what? Were you dumbfounded? Not my Biden family. <laughs> I was gobsmacked. Oh, that's a yeah. good one. Really? That's yeah. a good word. Yeah, I was wow. gobsmacked, and that doesn't happen to me Mm-mm. very often. Mm-mm. But that's what happened last night. Yeah. That's the only word for it: gobsmacked. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay now? Or no, not yet. Really? But I'm, okay. I'm, wor- I'm trying to work through it. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to get through you know, it as you best don't just I can. Bounce today. back from being gobsmacked. No, you do not. <laughs> Need to watch some more basketball today. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. This is interesting, too. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has revealed something very interesting. Uh, She apparently had rectal ozone therapy for wellness. Nice. Who among us, right? So you talk about blowing sunshine up your ass. Thank you. I mean, this is ozone, not sunshine. But still, you're blowing it up the same place. Don't get a rim shot with that? I mean, talk about blowing sunshine up your ass. Okay, thank you. There you go. All right. That worked. That I worked. didn't want to cheapen it with the rim shot. Oh, okay. oh well, yeah. No, I don't want to cheapen it. It was such that. a highbrow line. You don't want to sit there and tinker with wanna, it. Yeah. Don't want to tinker wanna, with it after the fact. That's right. Let it, let it lie. It's just too good.
<laughs> I mean, what's it supposed to do? Oh, man. I, well, from the New York Post. Let's see if they tell us. Okay. Uh, wellness guru Gwyneth Wait, Paltrow. Wellness. wellness guru. Oh, yeah. For, what? Oh, well, yeah. Her uh, goop. She's not even an actress anymore. She's no. a wellness <laughs> guru. Oh, yeah. From, her, from the goop website? Heck, yeah. Goop. She would rather smoke crack than eat cheese from a can. Wait, why are those your only two choices? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, very binary that's, options. Uh, kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a weekend with Jeffy. Am I right? It doesn't. Uh, it? Cheese what, from a can and crack. But when it comes to blowing air weekend. up her butt, she's all in. Oh, okay. So this is good stuff. During an appearance this week on uh, Will Cole's podcast, "The Art of Being Well," the Goop Goddess who's now 50, if you can believe it, <laughs> revealed the weirdest wellness thing she's ever done, and it's unbelievable. I've used ozone therapy uh, rectally, she admitted during the podcast. Okay, It's pretty weird, but very. it's been very helpful. In quote? In what way? What does it do for you? Yeah, Maybe I'm somebody who said rectal ozone therapy could clue us in as to what this does <laughs> for you. It's got to just have some sort of healing process uh, yeah, for, your, for your innards right well it's, oh, it does you need medical grade ozone gas so yeah, yeah. i don't know where you obtain <laughs> yeah, that costco costco, oh, costco. I've been the using, problem is you I've have, been to, using buy so much have of it. to buy two yeah. great big and tanks. so you invite your friends over it makes for an awkward <laughs> night but whatever oh uh, that's not awkward at all i'm Pete. sorry uh, uh in order to get is. it from costco or sam's you have to have a four-year supply uh yeah. so well it depends on how often you do it <laughs> Uh, so it's created by using an ozone generator device. Okay. Uh, while ozone gas is made in nature, the Food and Drug Administration called it a toxic substance that can be injurious to health. Mm. Weird. Mm-hmm. There are multiple me- methods to deliver the gas, including blowing it in your rectum, like Paltrow claims she's done. <laughs> this is good, right? What a world. I mean, can you believe this is what we're talking about? We could have talked about something else, but... <laughs> Why? Once we saw this story, we yeah. knew. <laughs> no, we're, we're talking like, about it. It, it helps with circulation or something, right? Okay, no, yeah. we're going to get to it. Oh, good. I'm going to keep you in suspense oh, another couple good. minutes. Because I know you're going to want this yeah. therapy as soon as you hear its advantages. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, this is the day, of course, we celebrate the man who drove the snakes out mm. of Ireland. <laughs> like a Pied Piper, I guess. Good. He just started playing a flute, and uh, all the snakes gathered up behind him, and he led them right into the ocean. Nice. Drowned them all. It. Yeah. Nice. It had to be done. Good and, for him. And he was the man for the job, quite clearly. Good for him. And we have... Not a single snake in Ireland now. And we have uh, corned beef and cabbage. To oh, celebrate it? Man, oh man. So, it's awesome. Just the smell <laughs> alone know. is enough to make me vomit. I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my it, dad loved it. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Did he love it? We used cabbage cooking and everything. Mm. Oh, I was just a kid. It was just No, agonizing. no, honey. Don't. No, I know. Please don't. No, no, no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Affected but, me. I mean, my dad's mom was right off the boat from, uh, from, I don't know, Blarney, Ireland or someplace. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll go yeah. back there and cook it. Right. Then. Thank you. Exactly. Keep your nasty smells over there. Right. <laughs> Jeffy here. <laughs> Got some uh, tweets. Wait. Oops, all variants. 
<laughs> tweets, happy St. Pat's, uh, Patheads Day. Oh, nice. Thank you. Uh, Jeffy's enormous umbrella tweets, uh, Kamala should have borrowed KJP's book of everything and looked up the job description for vice president. Oh, I bet it's in uh, there. She, yeah. That book's could, getting bigger. She could read it. Kamala? As much as KJP can read yeah, her big, great big book. Yeah, watch that book at these press briefings. It's getting thicker. Bigger and, thicker. and more full of everything. 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 Yeah. Uh, rowdy introvert. I think we all know who's not going to take questions. If there weren't the occasional hot mic moments, the people's only exchanges with the president would come through dementia-laden interpretations of prepared propaganda. <laughs> Alpha 7615, the best thing the White House press could do right now uh, the best thing they could do right would be to boycott the press briefings. Mm. We wouldn't learn any less, to be honest, yeah. and wouldn't learn any more. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah. It'd be just like now. Uh, you know, and, and occasionally that's what uh, that's what Trump did. He just yeah. wouldn't do the press conferences because he knew he was in for a bludgeoning every single day. And but aside from that, though, uh, Trump didn't need it because he stood in front of those. Yeah, he press every day, every day. Yeah, and answered questions. He walked Every day. over to him. They asked him nasty things. He just answered them. Every day. Yeah. Gender McGenderface tweets regarding the clip of Janet Yellen. I'm convinced that the people who sit in the background are being paid to be there. Their sole profession is to sit still, stay awake, and look completely lost. And I hope they're making good money for that because that's, uh, that's very difficult. All right, we were talking about uh, Goop, Princess, Gwyneth Paltrow. You talk about yeah, princess. Goop goddess. That's a yes. Uh, not only does she have the, you know the, the vagina candle. You're right. Uh, that supposedly that may be sold out now. I haven't been to the website in a really? while. Yeah. In a long while. But now she's talking about um, rectal ozone therapy. Rectal nice. ozone therapy. Okay. Yeah, you say it like you're so, not sure. But you got to have medical grade ozone. <laughs> yeah. We right. found out. That's the thing. That's From a licensed dealer or Costco. Yes. Okay. All right. So we're looking for the benefits of this treatment. Yeah. And let's see. Although there's only limited evidence regarding the benefits of ozone therapy, of some believe that it can help improve blood circulation, boost the immune system, yeah. defend from bacteria and fungi, and reduce oxidative stress hate that mm-hmm. hate oxidative mm-hmm. stress mm-hmm. you and me both brother right <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm seriously looking in to rectal ozone therapy. I, I, yeah i'm gonna jeffy I'm gonna did you, you sound my, like you sound like you're not but you should you need my costco card this weekend jeffy <laughs> after hearing this <laughs> no, sounds like good stuff hey by the way i'm looking up these uh press conferences that presidents have done over the years um uh, Trump, man, he did 44 mm-hmm. in four years. Uh, Biden's done 11 in over two. But that doesn't yes. count the times that, you know, Trump just walked out to the yeah. gaggle Look of this, press though. out there and stood there and just took ten, the heat from them. Oh, yeah. Fair point. Absolutely. Biden, 10 of his 11 press conferences were joint ones with someone else. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, it's 10 with someone else and then 11. Okay. But Calvin Coolidge, in five and a half years in office, did 407 press conferences. Holy cow. That (laughs) probably averages out to, what, uh, one and almost every Uh, other week? Yeah, it said six a month. Jeez. I mean, you talk about somebody who gets a reputation for not talking a lot. Uh, Yeah. If only we had those recorded, those press briefings. Yeah. Um, (laughs) 
some Uh-oh. of these things. Rectal that, ozone time. Yeah, that, that Gwyneth Paltrow has done. Well, really amazing. Uh, she once gushed over the benefits of vaginal eggs. Right. Do you have the eggs? You can get those on the website. A rotund jade stone that you can put there. Yeah. And she was sued because uh, uh, for $145,000 after she was cu- accused of making false promises about the eggs. <laughs> so apparently somebody tried it, and they didn't get the benefit that she got out of right. it. So they sued her. And that was, I think, set- yeah, she settled the lawsuit out of court. So good for her. That was so weird. <laughs> Is there anybody more weird than Gwyneth Paltrow? Well, I mean, you're talking about uh, if Fisher. you're looking at inside the... Mm-hmm. Inside the city limits of Hollywood, yes, I don't know. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of there's a lot of people, but I mean, Crazy. so rectal ozone therapy. I mean, mm-hmm. that's who hasn't had uh, you know like a caffeine enema stuff like that. I, I mean, like, haven't, uh, but really? you have. Yeah, you've had a coffee enema before. Okay, okay, good. You, know, you should try this. Then you should try coffee. the would, the rectal ozone. That wasn't coffee, was it, Jeffy? Oh well, oh well. <laughs> No follow-ups. We won't get into that. Not every time. Uh, But (laughs) speaking of weird celebrities, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis the other day, she won the Oscar. I think that's her first, right? Yes, it is. It's first for her entire family. Whole family. Her dad, She finally won one. Didn't win one? No. Okay. And neither did uh, mom, right? Mom is uh, Janet Lee, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Tony Curtis and Janet Lee, I believe. Yeah. I mean, that's a big-time celebrity family. Hollywood elite. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Uh, So she won her first Oscar, and then she appeared on one of the morning shows. Not sure which, but what a dumb question this is. Listen to this. Here they are. Oh, NBC. Have we named her? What's her? I'm, I'm, I'm her. in support of my daughter Ruby. I'm I'm having them be a they them. Oh. Um, I'm I'm gonna just call them them they oh. them. And, you don't even know. Uh, they are she doing great. Even know. And uh, they're settling in. Um, and um, I couldn't. I mean, I just. They them. I could. Okay, so it's it's a they them. The Oscar statue. First of all, who has ever been asked what did you <laughs> name, name your Oscar you before? That him? was totally set up totally. so she could yep. get into the nonsensical they yeah. them pronoun bullcrap. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> no, it already has a name. It's Oscar. Yeah, and, and, and the next time you do an interview, especially after winning the Oscars, wear something besides your uh, bathrobe or her, she's in her pajamas. Oh. Yeah, she. I mean, but the whole thing was just yeah, set, oh, up. set up. Absolutely. So she could do what they then. So she, she could still talk about her son, who's now her uh, daughter. Uh, is that, okay. Is Ruby. that what it is? Is I was just looking up Ruby. I oh, Ruby really? Was. So it's a dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's her son who is, I guess, transitioning. What was his name? To before? a woman. I don't know what the name was before, but it's Ruby now. Don't dead name him. My bad. Okay, that would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, clearly. So silly. The whole thing is so stupid. I'm already so so tired of it. We've been dealing with this for what I two know. years now. I just can't take any more of it. I don't think. Uh, there's also a transgender athlete who just helped. Uh, his the girls uh track team win the state track and field championships up in and, massachusetts right yeah neat yeah uh there guess Aww. which one which one which one was a boy <laughs> and is now a girl because you want me to guess yeah guess which uh, one uh four eeny, eeny, 
Mighty Moe. 4-8. 4-8. Okay, two. I'd like to draw attention as the girls and the dude are posing for this picture. I would like to draw attention to the one girl's hand that's kind of around the waist of the uh, dude there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she's like, eh, okay, I'll post this picture. She's not got her hand out. She's just got the no, little No, she's got the fist, fist. at yeah, the end there. Like, eh, yeah, I'm not so good it's on It's kind of telling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so for all the girls who got beat out by him, by the male in the competition, yeah, he had a message for them. Oh. And that was, deal with it. Just <laughs> deal with it. What a loser. <laughs> what a loser. On. Believable. Here we are. Wow. When did we stop? And I know we've asked this question on the show and other shows. Protecting girls. When did we stop just believing in the mm-hmm. sanctity of females? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I understand. And that they had certain rights that needed to be protected and that they needed to be protected against predators. Right? I mean, we haven't we care. always done that? And now they just don't give a rat's anus about it. Somebody needs an ozone rectal treatment here. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the Massachusetts High School uh, Sports Authority. <laughs> the Interscholastic Athletic Association. Uh, because they just don't care. They couldn't care less about women, no. about girls. And it's unconscionable to me. And you're, it's been in the last, what, two years yeah. that that's been a thing? Well, I mean, it's really taken a, a strong foothold for sure. The last couple of years, mm-hmm. I mean, they kept trying, right? And prior to that, and everybody was kind of like, "No, no, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> no, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no." <laughs> but it's turned into yes, yes, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, and, and don't don't bother me with the concerns about the girls. No, uh, we don't care. We don't care. Whatever. Deal with it. They got some dude with his. <laughs> thing dangling in the locker room don't worry about it i will say i have to learn more about jamie lee curtis and and ruby and ruby no what was his name i just looked at this picture of jamie lee and her daughter they them Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) are you mocking she i hope you're not i'm saying she's beautiful okay she's beautiful i mean i don't know if you could that probably i'll just i'll hold it up Okay. Well, I mean, that picture there from people. A little bit of a glare people. there, but... No, oh, here comes the close-up, and... Ta-da! Oh, you're right. Oh, Beautiful. I mean, gorgeous. Absolutely. Gorgeous. Look at that Just. feminine neck. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says chick like... Uh, like an Adam's shoulders, apple? an Adam's apple, and a thick neck. The Journey. The jo- okay. Okay. The Journey. Oh, they do have... The journey that the Ruby journey. has taken. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Does it include competing against girls in high school I sports? I hope. Because we need some of that. Well, I wonder if uh, if this journey of Ruby mm-hmm. is similar to what the um, South Carolina, the medical uh, university of South Carolina, uh, did a training video, guys. And I think you really need to see this because this is. Um, this is good stuff. Let's, uh, you got to see this interaction as a dad takes his child to the doctor because it's time to, mm. what, do, what do you do when you're a kid, right? What's, what's mm-hmm. the one thing you do? I mean, you, you play sports, right? You hang out with your friends and you change your sex. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's now America. Mm-hmm. And watch this. This is something else. Okay. Sorry, Bobby. Joe, Sorry, no, Bobby's what are you doing? No, no, not that one. What are you, <clears throat> the next clip? There. The training video. Trick uh, six. Uh, Gender doctor's visit. Clip six. Go. 
Number six. And it goes a little something. Thank you. Hello, like how are you today? Hello, I'm here for my child support man. The name is S. Harris. Date of birth? 8-14-2012. Great. Before we take you, we just need you to fill out these forms for us. Pause it for a you second. Can sit down. A. The acting in this Very is good, right? sensational. I mean, you would think that this was just a regular occurrence that somebody happened to film as it was happening. You would think that. It's so natural that it's hard to believe it's an actual training video. I can't believe it. I just thought these were real people going into a real situation and... Somebody just happened to have They're like, an Whoa. iPhone, and they there's decided a, to record it. There's a camera there. I mean, yeah. that's that's awkward, but I'll, I'll go with it. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Let's see the rest of this. Jeez. Hi. Come back to me when you're done. Thank All you. Right. Okay. I will. Okay. <laughs> this is good Let stuff. Let me see if I can fill this out now. <laughs> Oh, like, look, now this is a moment of so uh, consternation for the dad. And so the dad is like, okay, do I say he's a male or what do I do here? What? Uh, oh, no, this is a real conundrum. Hmm, what are you? Uh, mm. Well, you're still a male, oh. I think. Question mark. That gives, oh, me some, boy. that gives me an out. Yeah. All right, now that we're the doctor. Here we go. So, Sam, I'd like to ask you a few more questions if that's okay. Okay. All right. Can you tell me, do you feel like a boy, like a girl, like both or neither? And... There's no right answer. He keeps telling me that he's a girl. Okay, he was talking to the and, kid, uh, he so why don't you shut up? Mm-hmm. So let him go by the name of Sam, which I like because it could be for a boy or for a girl. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he uh-huh. just wants to be like his big sister. Aww. Dad, I told you, I'm a girl. I'm sorry, honey. It's just hard to understand. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. That's I would like to hearing. ask Sam. So what do you say, Sam? I'm a girl. How long have you known you're a girl? I don't know, but a long time. Five minutes. So when we're talking about you, would you like for us to say he or she? She. Okay. If he's a girl. In this scenario, the registration form provided an opportunity for the parent to share his child's name, (laughs) pronouns, Pronouns and and gender gender identity. This helped inform the provider in asking follow-up questions with Sam and his parent during the clinical visit. The provider was able to update the EHR after talking to Sam to make sure that the information about Sam's pronouns and gender identity was correct. All right. Good. Okay. So let's break out the puberty blockers. Let's start yeah. messing with you this got it. kid's anatomy. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And and let's also take let's a close a look at that form that that uh, cuck of a dad was filling out there in the waiting room. Um, what was the name of the kid on a, on the, uh, what is it? Is it Samuel Harris? There it is, Sam Harris. Isn't that the, uh, what's, the what's the guy's name? Oh, there's a singer, Sam yeah. Harris, right? Yeah. I believe. Okay. No, just but that's not. Who, who am I thinking of? Brinton. No. That's not that kid, who's though. Who's the guy? Okay. Then I'm, I'm thinking of someone else here. Who's the... Ah, the one guy who's they, them. You know him. Sam. What is it? That guy. No one's going to help me. Mm. Don't Sam know. Smith. Thank you. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was thinking it might have been that name, and they were trying to kind of under the radar there. But no. Okay. My bad. I mean, the, the kid <laughs> kept insisting she's a girl, yeah. and the dad seemed a little confused. confused. Come on. Dude, she's telling you. Now, I will say that putting it <laughs> on a piece of paper that you're mm-hmm. a girl or a boy really helps with the doctor's uh, diagnosis of what's wrong with the kid right. physically. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with her. That's what I mean. There's nothing wrong. doesn't matter. No. Just happened that uh, she was born into the wrong body. Am I right? 
That stinks. You know what? That stinks. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, there was a mistake can... made at birth or before. <laughs> we, we so before. I, I don't know what's going before. on. Tell you what, let's just go down to MUSC if you're not doing anything this afternoon, and we'll get that taken care of. I mean, this is absurd. This is it's ridiculous. <sighs> we <laughs> and we're just supposed to swallow it and just say, "Yep, all right, that's what you got to do." You're supposed to change their sex then. Mm. <laughs> all right. Mm-mm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Don't forget, we got Jason Hanley uh, from the Rock Hall of Fame coming up a little more than half an hour. Pat Gray unleashed. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Welcome and uh, thank you for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, where Lone Wolf twenty nine sixty five tweets. I think I'd have more faith in wellness guru Jeffy. <laughs> oh, than Gwyneth Paltrow. Whoa! Wow, I mean, wow. that's uh, a lot. Thank you. <laughs> I don't uh, know if I could travel that road with him. Really? Yeah, because uh, wellness guru Jeffy. Wow. Would you suggest to people that they try the Rectal ozone therapy. Ooh, tell us more. Pretty sure you would. Absolutely. Yeah, and then some. Absolutely. Uh, Pat had T tweets. (laughs) Remember before Trump was sworn into office, Pelosi and Congress forced Trump and family to give up their family business? Hmm. But have said over and over that what Hunter did was done by a private citizen, not Mm -hmm. as a Biden. That's a good Uh, reminder right there from Pat had T. And also, I mean, leave Joe out of this. He has said time and time again... He never talked to Hunter about his business dealings. So right, he so leave him alone. This is all about exactly. He didn't even know what Hunter was doing. Uh, I'm a licking butter. St. <laughs> Patrick drove all the snakes from Ireland, and evidently, uh, they swam to Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly, uh, rhino hunting tweets. Can we get a snake flute to lead all the corrupt political snakes into the Potomac? Yes, I'd like that. <laughs> Mrs. Boots Boots tweets, uh, so how long till that big book of everything is brought in by wheelbarrow? Yeah, not, no. not much longer. Not much longer. And first, and first of all, it's great big book of everything. Thank you, yes. Okay, let's yes. get it right. It's a great big book of everything. Man, can you imagine what a great prank that would be, especially on April Fool's Day coming up. You could go into KJP's office. And take that and book, remove the book, and then she has to do a presser that day without it. Oh, oh I'd love to see that. Oh, somebody get she probably on that. couldn't finish a sentence. No, could, yeah. she couldn't. It'd be There's almost no like probably it'd be almost it. like a regular one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toothpaste words tweets: If Jamie Lee really cared about being woke, wouldn't she have sacrificed her award to her black counterpart that mm. lost? Yeah, and, and don't forget, Angela Bassett was. Pissed mm-hmm. that she didn't win. Was she? Yeah, she didn't stand really? up. There was no clapping, nothing. That was oh. part of that was a little she bit, was, little the, bit of the, Oscar controversy. So when the camera went to her, she was visibly pissed. Yes. Yeah, they did the four box and she Interesting. was in there just like mm. oh, yeah, I mean you've seen uh, what was it? Who was it? Faith Hill or somebody? I, somebody got really upset one time and they were like, Oh like how did I yet. not win yeah. this? You know? Yeah, but Angela was there yeah. with with Hubby and Hubby. They made him. They interviewed him after, and Hubby was like, "I told her, you know, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's, it's part. It's part of the deal." Apparently, she didn't buy into that. No line of thinking. I, lo- I like Angela Bassett. Yeah, but, I do too. You know. Yeah, she's really good. But uh, she was in the Wakanda thing. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
I didn't see Wakanda, so mm. what was it called? Wakanda Forever? Yeah. Something sure. like that. Really good. Did not see you it was? Yeah, I liked it. You a saw lot. it? Yeah. And it was good? Yeah. You're thought, the first person I've heard that I've said, said that. that me on, too. I've said that on this show where really? I said that, especially considering what we know about the death of uh, Chadwick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he died and how they had to rewrite the script and stuff. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell. I thought they did a hell of a job huh. with it. Yeah. And what'd they say happened to the Black Panther? Uh... I don't know. I think <laughs> I don't know. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. I don't good. know. They wrote him out. I mean, he died. Yeah, I mean, he, he died, died. Yeah, in it in somehow. It. Yeah. Huh? I can't remember what, how they said he died. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, it, good. Oh, oh, I know what it was. He had something. I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Because the sister, out. the sister had to like uh, make something to try to save his life or something, and then failed, and then yeah. Anyway. Did rectal ozone therapy? Rectal, I mean, work. right. If they only. That's the thing about Wakanda. They just don't have that there. Right. You know? Okay. Seems like they're technologically advanced yeah, way should. beyond us, that's and they true. don't have rectal therapy. The rectal point. ozone therapy? That's, that's surprising. Good point. Uh, that is surprising. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't see the movie. So. Yeah, I, I didn't know. either. I didn't either. But it's time to send Gwyneth over there so that, <laughs> you know, she can clue him in. How about Wakanda forever? And this. Is just really quality entertainment from Fox Nation. <laughs> I, I think this is is this on this weekend. But here's a I, promo I so. of Fox Nation with the two Nigerian brothers mm. in the Jesse Smollett case. <laughs> they went out on the streets of Chicago, okay. went to where the incident actually took place, and reenacted it. Oh no! Reenacted that fateful night when it was remember two in the morning. Yeah. It was 20 below zero, and uh, here's what the two Nigerian brothers... was just minding his own business. Yeah, right. right. Coming back from Subway. And here's what happened, according to them. They took our beautiful bench. Oh, no. (laughs) This is where we waited for Jesse to come before we attacked him. (laughs) So we got here with 10 minutes to spare, and we had to plan our escape route to survey the land. His building is actually right here right above the stairs that we're hmm. going to attack him at. We made sure we got there at 2 a.m. sharp. On the dot. On the dot. We had no phones because he did not want us to bring hmm. any phones. Hmm. He said, so we don't lose them. I don't know if that's really the reason, but you can deduce your own reason. So 2 a.m., he was nowhere to be found. He was not there. Oh, boy. So we were like, damn, what do we do? We didn't have no way of contacting him. He had no way of contacting us. So uh, we waited here for about, what, four, four minutes? It was about four, four, minutes, four minutes, but it felt like forever. Because it was cold as balls. <laughs> so I saw him out the corner of my eye, and I was like, OK, that's him. Let's go. That, that's Get cold. I got to tell you. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Is that him? That's that neck. It's that neck. Get that neck. Oh, he's moving fast. Come on, let's get him. Get that neck. Let's get him. As we cross the street, we said hey to get his attention. Hey, neck. Hey. Oh, boy. He turned around, looked at us, mm-hmm. and that's when we started yelling uh, the famous <laughs> slurs he wanted us to yell. Hey. Aren't you that empire hey, fat neck? Empire fat neck. <laughs> It's MAGA country. And then he said, what did you say to me? And then that's when I threw the first punch at him. 
Oh, wow. I held the blower because I didn't want to hurt him, of course. Right, of so course. I made it look real, okay. but I held it. Then we started tussling, moving, <laughs> moving around, and then I threw him to the ground. He wanted it to look like he fought back. Oh. That was very important for him because he said, hey, don't just beat my ass. Make it look like I'm fighting back and whatnot. So we did that. And then I threw him to the ground. And while after I threw him to the ground, I he had no bruise. I wanted it to look more real. So nah. then I threw him to the ground. After uh -huh. I threw him to the ground, I used my knuckle and gave him a noogie. So I went like this. <laughs> so he went like that. He Why did I like do that? that? To Why'd give him a that? scar. Oh. To give him a mark. Yeah. To make it look real. Like yeah. he really did get his ass yeah. beat. Right. After I did that, that was from a I fake kicked him. I don't know what he was doing. I wasn't paying attention. That's where I came around with the bleach, the infamous bleach in the oh, hot right. sauce right. bottle. In the hot sauce. Poured it on his shirt. <laughs> then I finally put the rope around his face. I did not put it around his neck. I just placed it on his face, okay. and that's when we took off. <laughs> <laughs> These guys could do an MUSC yeah. video, man. <laughs> that's good stuff. That is incredible. That's How is it possible there's not any footage of that? Yeah, no footage. How did they completely avoid any surveillance camera? In a major American city. Incredible, at, isn't at a, it? At an apartment complex that a Hollywood actor lives in. Yeah. You know there's footage. In the year 2019. Well... A we should have of, that whole thing on tape. A lot of those cameras can't work when it's cold as balls. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think balls. of that. Yeah. I so, didn't think of that. Yeah, that would shut down the cameras yeah. being that cold. <laughs> I don't want to know how you come to that temperature. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And what? Are we talking soccer balls or are we talking? Uh, oh, what? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. Footballs, uh, baseballs. Baseballs. It's my experience. None of those balls are that cold, really. But <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just, I don't know. Just I don't whatever. know. Just a bit. Okay. Uh, anyway, I had more to say, but I'm not going to. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. <laughs> 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 Depending on how cold the balls get. So, on The View this week uh, with the Coven, they had a nice little uh, discussion going on, and uh, apparently Joy yeah. had some things to say, then Sonny Hostin. Hostin. Wait, we, yeah, we have not been fortunate enough to hear enough Joy lately. Right, well, we'll see. I know. From the cover. This is just I a know. weird conversation where they're just shooting the breeze. On, and, the, on the view? Hmm. And hard she to believe. makes this comment like it's totally normal to go and snoop through people's medicine cabinets. And anyway, so after she makes that weird comment, hmm. then Sonny Hostin talks about how... She avoids grocery stores now since the pandemic. Okay, oh. whatever. This is just weird. All right. Yeah. When I would go to somebody's house, I'd snoop in the bathroom to see what kind of birth control they were using. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny to me is that, Joy, Joy, you have never ordered from Instacart. No. You and like to go to a grocery I store? I do. I enjoy a supermarket. I don't like a supermarket. I haven't I been in a supermarket, supermarket. since like COVID. Through about three years. That's when I discovered Instacart. Okay. Yeah, so. She hasn't been there for three years. Three years. That is sad. Three years. I mean. Uh-oh. Here we go. You don't go now? I mean. I mean, let's say you stopped. Not because of COVID. All through 2020, you didn't go. But come on. Not because of COVID. But, I mean, I, the idea and, uh, you know, of having your goods delivered to your home yeah it's or convenient. you order sure. it and pick it up at the store so i don't have to go in yeah uh i like that yeah uh, I, I mean i like that sure but do you, you avoid too. it because you're paranoid by everybody else's shadow the way sunny hostin is no but i mean i don't you know it doesn't bother me that i don't see them 
that you don't see Sonny hosting yeah. or in the, the other, grocery store. Or the other Yeah, people. it wouldn't bother yeah. me either. Uh, but also from The View is we catch up on our coven watching this week. Um, oh, good. Good. We also found out something that we've known since the 60s. Uh, Jane Fonda sucks. Yeah. If you oh. haven't heard, uh, last week she appeared to endorse the murder of pro-lifers. Oh, okay. All right. If this had been a conservative, oh, of yeah. course. Oh, boy. All hell would break loose, and it'd be the only thing you hear about this week. Um, Another Hollywood elitist. Yeah. Here's what she had to say. We have experienced many decades now of having agency over our body, of being able to determine when and how many children to have. We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. Not going back to protecting children. Why would you do that? That's Jane speaking, yeah. and, and 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 she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's very, true. Very, very soon. It, it is true. But I'm I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Mm. Oh, well, it's not well, a murder overnight. It's not Wait, a miraculous. Go back because <laughs> you got to hear say? this. Murder. And, and 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 she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's true. Very soon. It, it is true. But but I, I'm not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous. <laughs> what did you say? Murder. <laughs> She's kidding. Wait a second. She's, She's kidding. just kidding. Now, don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run that's with the it. Worst. She's oh, just yeah. kidding. It's well. Let me talk to you about. <laughs> Uh, Let's move on and talk about Jane's activism, which is legendary. Yeah, legendary. She sat on a howitzer, a North Vietnamese howitzer, while our troops were dying. Yeah, it's legendary. Passed information to our enemy. Uh, Yeah, unbelievable. Or shared information. There's footage of her sharing information with our enemies. I mean, that's agonizing. While while men were being tortured mm-hmm. in Vietnamese prisons. God, I mean, and then you celebrate her because she just said that murder is an option for pro-lifers. And she said it not once, but twice. And not everyone. She didn't ever apologize for that, by the way. The group did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and uh, what's her face? Uh, the, her co-star there. Why can't I think of her name? Lily. Uh, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Uh, you, know, oh, you know, she's just kidding, just kidding. But and She, has, she gives wasn't the, kidding you know, at she all. Gives that look the, on her face She gives the not, serious yeah. look that, no, she's not. You mm-hmm. know, and I guess, you know, she'll say, oh, I was just being funny. Mm-hmm. No way. No way was she being funny at all. She, there, there wasn't even so much as a grin on no. her face. No. She was dead serious. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And that's what we're up against. You know? Hideous. Uh... That's that's where preborn comes in. I mean, we have the best audience on the face of the planet, the best audience ever, and several of you came up with a life-saving idea. So great. This is so unique to this audience. So we're joining forces with preborn right now to sponsor an ultrasound machine to help save countless babies for years to come. And and this was your idea. Yep. These life-saving ultrasound machines cost $15,000 more than most centers can afford. So here's the plan. We're looking for 30 patheads to rise up who will donate $500 each. All these gifts are tax tax deductible. And once we reach the goal, this machine will be placed in a needy woman's center. How cool is awesome. this? I mean, this I mean, this is as organic really as it awesome. gets. This is from uh, <clears throat> Call It Like I See It uh, on Twitter and Amy What's-Her-Face. This was their idea. Um, this, is, this is so cool, this, this plan here. 
So these precious babies and their moms uh, need our help now more than ever. I mean, look what we're up against with people yeah. like the coven and their guests who suggest murdering pro-lifers. And don't tell me that that's not what she was doing because she absolutely was. So here's how you do it. You just go to preborn.com slash pat. And when you donate, make sure you type pathead machine and your donation will go directly to this cause for a brand new ultrasound machine. That's preborn.com slash pat. Or dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Pound 250, keyword baby. And, and even if you can't give the full $500 here that, that mm. they're saying, hey, we'd love to get, you know, just any amount helps. And we'll go to this as long as you put in Pat yep. Head Machine in right. the little code box. And in the meantime, we'll keep you updated on the progress as we try to raise that $15,000 for this ultrasound machine. And our goal is to get this done by Mother's Day as a special gift to bless hurting mothers and babies who desperately need our help. That's now, awesome. And again, just a reminder why the ultrasound machines are so important once the, the expectant mother who is considering abortion sees the ultrasound they are much more likely over twice as likely to choose life then even though they're considering abortion two times the amount then choose life and then they go into action to, to help them with all kinds of other things so that's why your donation is so important please join us remember to note pat head machine when you go to preborn.com slash pat for Operation Pathead Machine. Pat Gray. Welcome. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Sure and be Gora. Tis a fine day. <laughs> Jeffy's breaking news here. There's an IHOP near you that you weren't aware yeah, of? Yeah, there used to be a bank. There was a bank building, and I drove by there the other day. I hadn't been by there in a while. I'm like, that's an IHOP now? Oh, wow. I mean, I am living large in my area now. It went from a yeah, bank yeah. to an IHOP. Yeah, the corner uh, right in, the, in the Lowe's bank parking lot this? there. Hmm. Wow. Uh, bank of America. Wow. But no. The, really? But the banking system is secure. It's secure. So <laughs> shut up. Sure. All right. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, that makes me feel good about it. Uh, you right. know, at least something productive is I coming know. out of the failed branches. <laughs> they paved up, paved over a bank, and put, put up, up an eye. I mean, I'm not. I love it. Yeah, it works out. Mistress JoJo tweets: uh, Has everyone gone insane? Kids yes. are confused. Let them work through it. You don't gender change your son uh, who has a penchant for girly stuff. <laughs> no well, kidding. Yes, you do. Yes, you no do. No kidding. I mean, that's just oh, hatefulness sorry. right there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you can't be agreeing with that. Of course you do. You immediately start puberty blockers and uh, radical surgery where you start that, to mutilate. How is that even a thought? I don't know. How is that even truly a so thought? So insane. Uh, Mount Jur Climber. I'm just shocked that Keith saw a recently released movie I, when he hasn't seen movies that were released 40 years ago. Me too. <laughs> I saw it over Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Wait. <laughs> From Land of the Fleek, Burr. It's cold. Burr, it's cold as balls. It's cold, Burr. Cold as balls. Burr. But it doesn't specify My, what which balls, though. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, okay. it doesn't. Basketballs, <laughs> baseballs. Uh, but I can guarantee my wife would never say that. So, but mm. that's what's being alleged. Why? Mm -hmm. She doesn't like 
Uh, Soccer. They're right. Baseball. Yes. No, she doesn't like any of those sports. Jeffy just keep talking. Ape Lincoln, these Nigerian brothers are a shoe-in for a Netflix series now. Nice. (laughs) Probably. Probably. Hey, coming up in just a few minutes now, we'll be joined by Jason Hanley, the Vice President of Education and Visitor Engagement at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Got some uh, nice questions for him. That I am hoping he will answer rather than say, well, yeah, that's not really my job. I'm not really responsible for that. (laughs) Okay, that would be very disappointing, wouldn't it? Uh, Obviously, we want to ask about Foreigner, but, I mean, there's so many more than that. Like, who would you you say should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of of Fame, Jeffy, that isn't? Well, I think we found out last week the B-52s. Okay, the B-52s. All right, there's one. I don't know that they've even been nominated. I don't think they, I don't know that they have either. I mean, if they were nominated, they'd be in. Uh, Keith is partial to Tommy James and the Shondells. That's a good call. Absolutely. And the Monkees. But, you know, I'm, you know, obviously we talk about Foreigner a lot, but there's also Sticks in Boston. That's that's incredible to me. Yeah. I mean, how are those bands not? They're iconic. Oh, my gosh. And if you talk about bands that change direction mm-hmm. of music, Boston. Uh, Boston is definitely there. There was absolutely, in 1976, when More Than a Feeling came out, oh, there man. was absolutely nothing like it I just, on the radio. I just, I actually nothing. just heard Long Time the oh, other day. Oh, so good. And I hadn't heard it so in a good. long time. In fact, I don't think I'd heard it since the last time I rode with you somewhere. And uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, was, I mean, it was so good. Yeah, it is. It was so good. Yes, it is. And don't try to pawn off the short version of that song either. <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta have to build up. You gotta you have, have it all. To. Yes. Yeah. We're going yeah. deep tracks tonight. <laughs> at two AM, okay? <laughs> so anyway, we'll ask him about a few of those things. And uh, you know, maybe start with talking about how fun it is that, you know, we can kick this around every year. And uh, that is fun. It is it fun. Is, it is. Yeah. No question. It's fun. And then everybody can argue about whether they should or should not be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But uh, I think we can all agree that when there's a country western Hall of Fame, that's the place for Dolly Parton and Willie Nelson. Okay? But they've meant so much to music. Haven't. Yes, they have, haven't they? And what? Influencers to so many artists, Mm. Pat. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, couldn't you say that about some of these rock artists? And a lot of these rock songs are turned into country songs. So why aren't rock artists being inducted into the Country Hall of Fame? Do we know that they're not? They're not. I guarantee they're not. Yes, I think we do know they're oh, not. Okay, I'm just asking. I, I mean, I have, I have not visited the Country Haven't you? Hall of Fame. I don't even know where the Country Hall of Fame, probably Nashville. Nashville, yeah. be Nashville you would think. Yeah. But, I mean, would you ever guess that the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland? <laughs> I wouldn't guess that. They needed something. It was the 80s, all right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Had to have a victory up there. Yeah, uh, desperately. We've had this really interesting um, sort of photo uh, for a couple of days that... Uh, it's a video. People are wondering if it's a ghost mm-hmm. or is it just glare. Or is it swamp gas or something? Truck, trucker going down. Arizona trucker sharing some that. footage of whoa, this. Whoa, whoa, what was that? What was okay, that? Here. Holy cow. Yeah, hold on, here whoa, comes, whoa. and there it goes. Oh, oh, hey, oh. Whoa, whoa, hey now. Do we have a still shot of it? Yeah, we do. Hold on, first, let's do slow motion. All right. Okay, after further review, uh, the call on the road, it 
stands or is it overturned? Uh, is it a ghost? It is. is it a ghost? Is it a ghost? Is it a ghost? Oh, yeah. Pat, is that a ghost? That is. No, it's not a ghost. Well, there are no, no. ghosts. That, I mean, so, that's not a ghost. There's no ghost. What do you mean there's no ghost? There's, there's no ghost? There are no ghosts. Like, that's definitive? Uh, that's I, definitive. We've concluded I, that you right take here? Take that to the bank. Yeah. Oh, I, wow. I know people who have interacted uh, with me. Yeah, same here. <laughs> a lot of people. That's yeah. a fact. A lot yeah. of people. Really? I have a photograph, in fact, mm-hmm. of that has a ghost in it. So are you that quick to dismiss members. that there's no ghost? No ghosts. Wow. You're not yeah. even willing to entertain the, the fact that, that now that's we have possible that sources? that's just someone yeah, I think that's someone that's having an out of body experience. <laughs> Is that where I uh, thought you were going with that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's possible that that's just, you know, glare. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> that pisses me off. You think that's glare. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Oh man. Does it? Okay. <laughs> oh. All right. I don't know. Ghost or no ghost, it's up know. to you. But uh, I will say, Jason Hanley, Vice President of uh, Visitor Engagement at the Rock Hall of Fame, next. This is Pat Gray, Unleashed. Welcome, Triple A nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we are joined by Jason Hanley, who is the Vice President of Education and Visitor Engagement at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Uh, Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Hey, no problem. Thank you. Good morning, and hey. happy St. Patrick's Day to all you guys. Uh, and right back at you. Um, listen, how many how many people visit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame every year? Yeah, that's a great question. A lot. The museum is a really uh, fantastic place to visit, and we get somewhere in the neighborhood of about half a million people or more coming every year. And what's exciting nice. to me is it's people from all over the United States, all around the world, travel to Cleveland, Ohio, to visit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I, you know, for me, I was, after hearing all about Cleveland and, you know, you get the jokes about Cleveland and people remind you about the water that was, that burst into flames back in the city, the city that time forgot, uh-huh. stuff like that. Named after it. I loved <laughs> Cleveland. I thought Cleveland was fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you, Pat. I, I'll yeah. tell you, I'm originally from New York myself, so I'm not a native Clevelander, and uh, I have just really grown to love the city of Cleveland. It's yeah. a beautiful place. It's, it really it's affordable. It's easy to live in. Uh, it's a really great town. Yeah. Um, tell me about the process. What What is the process of being considered for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? So, it, you know, that's the, the, the million-dollar question everybody always wants to talk about, right? Like, how? Mm-hmm. what are the requirements? How do you get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? So there's really only one steadfast rule, and that's it has to be 25 years since your first recording, album, okay. single, whatever the first thing you put out. Um, so once you reach that 25 years, you're eligible. Now, the rest of it gets a little murky. Uh, it's different uh-huh. from something like, let's say, the Baseball Hall of Fame or the Football Hall of Fame. If you you know, had so many home runs each season and you have so many career home runs or at-bats, you know, that's going to put you in the running for the, for the Baseball Hall of Fame. Right. In the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we don't necessarily look at things like chart success or how many hit singles you have. What we're really talking about is the impact you had on rock and roll and music. 
You know, did you change something? Did you invent a new style? Did you push the music forward? And what was the impact you had on the greater world? What was, you know, did, did your music influence different things around the world, change things in culture? Um, and mm. that's the sort of stuff we look at. And also, did you influence other musicians? <clears throat> you know, the, the joke is you take a band like the Velvet Underground. They didn't sell a lot of records when you really look at it. Um, but they, they influenced so many yeah, other musicians, right, uh, mm-hmm. to start bands and to become rock and roll musicians. I mean, that's how you get to Dolly Parton. Is it though? Is that I mean we I that is one that confuses me a bit because there's a country hall of fame, right? That's, That's where right. she seems to belong and yet last year she was inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah, and that's a great point. And there's actually about I think it's uh I think it's about 6 or 7 artists who are in both the Country Music Hall of Fame and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Because I'll give you I'll give you a little bit better example for me what I would say is I would consider Johnny Cash, you know, the one of the essential rock and roll artists. But he's also in the Country Music Hall of Fame because he's yeah. recorded so many records that are considered there. Now, mm-hmm. with Dolly, what's interesting is her music tends to fit more in the countryside, but it's that influence piece, yes. there, right? Think of how many artists have recorded, have you know, talked about her, the impact she's had on music and culture. So with Dolly Parton. You're really thinking about somebody who had a larger impact on music and rock and roll music and rock and roll musicians. So it's not just the fact that she recorded, you know, a bunch of bluegrass albums, which, by the way, has a big impact on rock and roll, too. You know, we've got Bill Monroe inducted as an early influence, the guy who started bluegrass music. Uh, It's interesting, though, to me that like rock artists would never be considered for the Country Hall of Fame, right? But yes, there's a couple of crossovers, right? He said, are there are there any yeah. crossovers in from rock? Like, are the Eagles, for instance, in the Country Hall of Fame? I don't know. And that, think that's so. an interesting thing, right? So yeah. here's the weird thing I always talk about with country music, particularly. If you sort of think of it, rock country is an ingredient you put into rock and roll, right? Country, mm-hmm. along with the blues, rhythm and blues, gospel music, uh, all of these things kind of blend in the early days in the 1940s and 50s to create rock and roll. So rock and roll is sort of an offshoot in many ways, or or it has country built into it. But you're right. There are some artists who kind of go back the other way, the Eagles being a great example, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Or the Birds. You think about the birds, you know, started as a psychedelic rock band and ended up, you know, doing Sweetheart of the Rodeo, which is (laughs) a fantastic kind of country record, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so who decides this? Who decides who gets nominated? And then uh, what is the process after they're nominated to induct? So each year, uh, the nominating committee, which is a group of about 40 folks who are musicians, uh, some inductees, some uh, journalists, uh, scholars, a few music industry folks, they all meet and they look at the list, which is an ever-growing list, as you guys can imagine, right? Mm-hmm. A giant list of anyone who is eligible who meets those criteria I just talked about. Um, and they create a ballot. And usually that ballot has anywhere from, you know, 15 to 20 artists that get listed on there. Once that ballot is created, it goes out to a fan vote, which is up and online right now at rockhall.com. And the fans can go and vote and talk about you know, what they want to see inducted. There are over a thousand much, ballots that go how, out. How much influence voted. does that fan vote have, though? If any, does it have any influence yes. on and the would, on the in the process? The fan vote, and this is the part a lot of people talk about. It only counts as one 
official ballot. So all those oh. stamp votes get put into a oh, ballot wow. cast. But I'll tell you this, the <laughs> the sort of visibility of the fan vote has been uh, what I think is the most interesting thing about the whole process. Because in the past, before we had that, a lot of people said, well, fans would have voted for somebody else. They would have voted for, you know, Iron Maiden. And the voters are not going out and doing that. Because, again, there's about a thousand voters who are voting. It's anybody who is an inductee. So, in fact, all the guys in Judas Priest and Dolly Parton are going to get a vote this year. Um, right. The fan vote is a great way to look at what people are voting for, what fan groups are coming out. You know, this year, right now, George Michael is at the top of the fan vote because his fans have just come out and really supported him uh, mm. for induction into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I once heard a story, uh, and I think Paul McCartney told it, about calling uh, Ringo Starr and saying, hey, you know, you're not you're, you're not inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a, as a, a solo artist. Would you like to be? And Ringo Starr supposedly, obviously, said yes. And so McCartney <laughs> talks about calling Bruce Springsteen, and they got the job done. Can that happen? Is is that the process Not for some legally. of these for some of these uh, superstars? No, not really. Uh, what Paul, yeah. I think, was referring to, and I know that story, it's kind of a famous story, is that yeah. he he felt bad because the, the Beatles are all inducted, right? The Beatles yeah. were inducted fairly early on in the process. As you can imagine, you're not going to have a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame without the Beatles. Right. And all of the other guys, John, George, and Paul, were inducted also as solo artists. So Paul McCartney is inducted for all the great solo records. Right. So that conversation was between him and Ringo saying, like, hey, man, I feel bad for you that you're not uh, inducted as a solo artist. What people can do, of course, like they can do in anything like that is sort of lobby for it. So Paul just started talking to a lot of people saying, hey, Ringo's name should come up at some point for mm-hmm. induction as a solo so artist. Ringo was now, pissed. I will say mm-hmm. what happened is Ringo got inducted under the category, the Award for Musical Excellence, which is not voted on. That is something that a committee of uh, folks, scholars, oh, okay. artists, and others at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame can induct somebody in that category. Huh. Um, and that's how Ringo got in. So I think Paul Paul tells a good story, and it's, it's uh, <laughs> he it, does. a basis of truth in there, right? <laughs> okay. uh, he did have those conversations, but it's not like he flipped the switch and suddenly Ringo was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh. Whatever you say. <laughs> Whatever you say, yeah, I'm sure there. I'm sure that someone at the hall is going to pick up the phone when Paul calls. It's yeah, okay. uh, I'm sure. That's right, exactly right. Is, no is McCartney also in with Wings? Is it Beatles, Wings, no. and so? Oh, he's not in with Wings. No, in fact, uh, the only example I huh. have somebody who's in about three times is Clapton. Eric yeah, Clapton. Eric Clapton. But he's yeah. been inducted as a solo artist as the Yardbirds and um, uh, shoot, I just forgot the last one. <laughs> Cream. Cream, I yeah, believe. There you go, Cream. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, my pet peeve project for years has been to get Foreigner inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We, we heard uh, we heard one of the officials, and I, I'm sorry, I don't remember who it was from the Rock Hall yeah. last year, that said they'd never even come up in the nomination. Not only have they not been nominated, but they've never yeah. even been mentioned to be nominated. How is that possible with an artist like that? Yeah, well, I can't speak to that. I, I'll admit I'm not in the nominating room myself. But, uh, mm-hmm. man, I'll tell you, I, I think Foreigner is a fantastic band. I've always been a big fan of theirs, too, you know, and the the formation of them in the 70s all the way up through their incredible string of hits in the 80s. 
And I have to admit, as somebody who was a Miami Vice fan in the 80s, Foreigner's music was a big deal on television. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah I think that that's a band who uh, absolutely could be part of the conversation, right? In it fact, in that be. sort of yeah. category of big 70s and 80s arena rock, we did induct um, Journey. <clears throat> you know, yes, recently, so they're sort of Def Leppard. Yeah, they're sort of in that same Def Leppard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you're not in the room when they, you know, when they, when they close the doors. But what do you hear in the hallways? <laughs> what, what, what do you hear? Because I feel like uh, there's got to be some kind of hall collusion going on. Right. Right. I'll tell you that is that is true. We talk about it all the time, and I talk to artists who come to the museum and others about it, and. You know, that's the great thing. There's so many different musical uh, styles that fit under rock and roll. And yeah. that's where a lot of people mm-hmm. are passionate. Now, you know, I think a band like Foreigner could get inducted someday, right? They've, they've got all the impact and influence. They yeah. are a band yes. that's been around long enough at this point. Um, and I think what happens is you get, because there's so many different sounds and styles, Sometimes certain names bubble to the top. You know, if recently Journey and, like we said, Def Leppard and other bands, you know, were getting inducted, it may be that Foreigner didn't kind of get into the last part of that conversation. But that doesn't mean they won't, right? I mean, that that's mm-hmm. a conversation that can come up at any time. And I have to tell people, like, you know, this goes back to the kind of thing of, you know, Paul McCartney maybe getting people interested in something or lobbying for it, um, you know, that happened a few years ago. Uh, the great sister Rosetta Tharp, who was an early gospel blues guitar player, she's amazing. If, if you don't know her, right. look her up. She got inducted because there was sort of a resurgence in rediscovering her. There was a book that was done about her. There was a movie. Uh, you know, suddenly a lot of people were like, "Hell, how is this woman not inducted mm-hmm. into the Rock Hall? She influenced so many other guitar players, including Chuck Berry and Jimi Hendrix." Mm-hmm. And there was sort of a groundswell for it. So I think that's the great thing is that at any time, an artist is never uneligible for the rock hall. It's not like, you know, we have to stop talking about Foreigner or some other bands and and not induct them. Uh, You know, until recently, there was scuttlebutt, and and maybe it's just that, that there were certain Mm -hmm. artists that are sort of blackballed, and and arena rock uh, artists were among those. Yeah. But then, like we said, Journey and and Def Leppard have been inducted. So wouldn't that open it up? Maybe for the foreigner Boston sticks yeah. type of bands. I mean, Boston was pretty influential, were they not? Yes. I mean, there was nothing yeah. like Boston before they came around. No, you're right. I mean, Boston's an interesting group. They didn't have a ton of records, but you know that's not something right. that stops you from getting inducted. The Sex Pistols, <laughs> the Sex Pistols really only had one album. Right. <laughs> when you look at it, yeah. there's a lot of bootleg, Richie Valens, a lot of live records. Yeah, yeah Richie yeah. Valens, totally right. Mm-hmm. So I think. Boston, you know, especially the work that Tom did there on recording and layering the guitars. Yeah, yes. Got innovative. Listen to those albums, and you think that's all those vocal sounds, all those harmonies and layers. That's all just Brad singing. It's it's mind blowing to think about that. Right? It really is. Hi, Jason. Uh, this is Keith Malinak. Uh, you obviously have hey. one of the coolest jobs in the world, and uh, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, you've probably been at the rock hall for is it 20 years now i mean you've yeah been... it's almost about 18 wow. and a half years that's yeah. incredible man. awesome so i i would i would gather and obviously i don't know all the ins and outs there i don't pretend to but i would gather that you have uh some <laughs> bit of influence there at least you know you have connections within the building 
And I just wonder if, as long as you're writing down Foreigner from Pat, <laughs> yep. uh, you could also write down Tommy James and the Shondells, which I can't oh. believe that there is a Rock Hall of Fame that doesn't have uh, this band and that that innovator, Tommy James, um, in, in inducted, even mentioned. I don't understand that at all. And it just yeah. it, it leads to conspiracy mm. theories. I mean, you mentioned you mentioned <laughs> right. you mentioned right. the Beatles. You can't have a rock hall without the Beatles. Well, there's an individual on in that band, uh, George Harrison. I'm sure you've heard of, and uh, yep. he looked to Tommy James to record some stuff with, because he was trying to invent a new sound based on the innovative mm. spirit that Tommy James had brought to rock and roll. And 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 if that's a big push, there is the influence that artists yeah. have on other artists um i got news here uh over 300 musicians have recorded versions of tommy james songs totally you want to talk Joe about Jett, billy idol and yeah right. having yeah. influence yeah. there and and that's not aside from the influence listen i, I know you know all of these hits that, that and i could go through all of them but just here's a few that jump out hanky panky i think we're alone now money money Crimson and Clover, Crystal Blue Persuasion, Dragging the Line. And to have this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Those weren't all Tiffany songs? <laughs> huh, weird. That's really weird. And I just wonder, you know. Cardi B. It, okay. If you're writing down, especially when you mentioned the, uh, I forgot what, what term you use, legacy or something. Like there's a special yeah. uh -huh. special pathway for some of these artists. If we're not going to present him to to uh, for official nomination, maybe we go that route. Because yeah. that, I think, is a... a, a a big miss uh, on the part of the rock hall there. All right, man. You that that was an impressive argument. I'm I'm on board. <laughs> and I'll tell you too. Look, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's not perfect, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it. We all know I that. Too. I was joking the beginning years when you when the museum first was doing its first induction ceremony in 1986, and they were like, "All right, who do we put on the ballot? Who do we induct?" And they were like, "Let's see, Elvis Presley." Fats Domino, mm. Jerry Lee Lewis. I mean, it was a pretty mm. easy list to come up with, right? Yep. Nowadays, you've got so much music to look at. And I will tell you, I'm actually in totally agreement with you 100% on the Tommy James and the Shondells thing. In fact, Tommy's an incredible guy. He's been to the museum. Mm. He's, wow. If you look at some of the history of the Rock and Hall of Fame, he's, he's kind of been a good friend of ours. He's mm. performed mm. at induction ceremonies. In fact, when Joan Jett played Crimson and Clover for her induction, Tommy was on stage with her. Uh, I personally oh, cool. interviewed Tommy James at the Rock Hall and did a career retrospective history of his music, uh, the Shondells, what he wrote, what he was involved with in the early days. And uh, I think you're right. And that you mentioned, too, we, we talked about sort of that category for musical excellence. That's really been in the last couple of years where mm -hmm. – the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has been able to do that award, which counts as a full induction, by the way. Some mm -hmm. people say, oh, well, is it not? No, that's a full induction, but it's a way for us to say there's there's some of these artists that maybe have gotten overlooked in the voting process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're, they're names that are hard to argue against. Like nobody's, if Tommy James gets inducted, there's not going to be a lot of people out there saying he shouldn't be, right? So I think you're right. I think that's a name that's still out there and, you know, I always say it's not chronological. Yeah. It feels like it should be. It feels like you should say you can't induct, let's say, Metallica until Iron Maiden is inducted, right? Because <laughs> you kind of want to pay pay respect to the forefathers first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, look, I'm one of those guys. I'm a big heavy metal fan. And I'm like, man, we got to get Iron Maiden. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I'm, I'm still pulling, and, and I talk in the hallways, as you guys mentioned. 
about Motorhead all the time. I was a big mm. fan of that and, uh, you know, got to know Levy from Motorhead pretty well before he passed away. Uh, but it's not chronological. And those names keep coming back. And, you know, you even see a band this year like the Spinners, a uh, great Philly soul band, are back on the ballot after having been there previously a few times and not getting inducted. So, well, yeah, I think you guys, it, Tommy James and uh, Farner, are two good choices. Yeah. Is there a point at which uh, you stop talking about a band? Maybe it's been too long. Like, you know, with mm. the Baseball Hall of Fame, they, they stop right. nominating after a certain amount of Ineligible. years. Ineligible. Uh, is there, does that situation exist too at the rock hall of fame or do, is there, it, there is not. And I'll tell you, it's a bit of a double-edged sword, right? Cause on one hand with the baseball hall of fame, because people after so many years, they can't be nominated anymore. It does put a little bit of an urgency to get certain people in. It's like, Hey, yeah. this is the last time so-and-so is eligible. If he doesn't get the votes this year, he's not going to get in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, with the rock and roll hall of fame, we don't do that. And the reason why on the positive side of it is that music is always changing, right? There may be something that none of us can predict that five years from now, there's going to be a whole new sound, a whole new type of rock and roll that's based off of an artist. None of us even think of right now. It's somebody who's an obscure artist from the seventies or something. Right. So you don't Mm -hmm. want to say, well, you've already passed the time for that person to be eligible. Things change. You can have an artist who maybe got nominated before who didn't make it in who sort of gets rediscovered and people are reappreciating that music. So, you know, because of the fact that rock and roll is always changing, you know, this is when the museum first opened, people said, how can you make a a museum about something that's still living and vibrant and is changing all the time? It's true. And Mm -hmm. and fans are passionate. That's the thing I love. You know, you, when we started off, you asked about how many people come each year. That's my favorite part of the job of being here for 18 years is the passion and excitement. Even when people yeah. are coming in and yelling at me and saying, why isn't Varner inducted? You know, it's like, <laughs> right. Man, I appreciate your passion for that. Like, that's awesome. That's, that's why I've been here. That's why I work here. Yeah. You know, as a historian of rock and roll, that passion we all have for this music we love, that's what makes it matter in the end, right? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, 100%. Uh, Jason, it's been a pleasure. Uh, appreciate your joining us. Vice President of Education and Vis- Visitor Engagement at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, pushing my luck if I say write down the monkeys, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're pushing your luck with me, but I don't know about Jason. <laughs> that was uh, a great time, man. Jason, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah, and, thank uh, you, guys. Have a great day. You, thank too. You, you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. And he, he was good about it. Yes. He was a really good sport. Yes. And, what a cool uh, job, man. I like that. Very cool job. And you know what? It is fun to have that debate. It right? is. On who belongs and who doesn't belong. And uh, It's nice to it's live in a country where we can argue about music acts. Yes. Do they belong in the Rock Hall or not? As opposed to, hey, how are we going to put food on the table in exactly tonight? You know, I mean, because that may not always be the case. <laughs> exactly my point. I was just about to say that. How much longer are we? So gonna thank this? heaven that for now, at least we can argue about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> so true. Uh, we can also argue about whether uh, Dallas Fort Worth International Airport. <laughs> 
is the best big airport in North America. Oh, well, certainly uh, when you drive by there, they charge you. So they do well <laughs> Yes, they do. You talk about yeah. What do you have immoral. to? You have to pay two bucks just to go yep. around. You can't. The, you can't you, I mean, just to I, go seriously, around the block and pick I, somebody up. I'm yes. nervous driving by it every morning. Think they're going <laughs> to thinking they're going <laughs> to dig my bank account yeah. for money. You get in that right lane. You're like, yeah. I hope that close. thing doesn't pick too up. Too close. <laughs> if you've ever been to the, to DFW, you know how confusing it is yes. too. Yeah. I mean, you got roadways going every which way. And the signs are not yeah. totally clear. Uh, serious question. Before up. there were cell phones, how did you pick someone up at that airport? Because if you don't, don't know. know the exact gate that you're going to before Forget you it. leave the house, you're and, done. and half the time it changes before you get there. Yes. It's it's <laughs> yes. such a terrible airport. I just can't stand it. <laughs> and the people that fly into it love it. And it's huge. And it's got uh, five different terminals. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And so if you fly in and you're making confusing. a connecting flight. If you're if you're inside, sure, it's it's a fine enough airport. But if you are approaching from the outside, man, it is the worst place. Almost seventy four million people arrive and depart yeah. uh, last year. Bigger than Manhattan Island, that airport. Which is inc- that's amazing. Yeah. That's a fact right there. If you've that ever is spent any time in Manhattan or flown over it, and you're like, that's amazing fact. DFW. Fortunately, there's not eight million people at the airport at any one given time. Though, well, like Manhattan. So <laughs> well, Buttigieg is still in charge. I know. So it could happen. Oh, yeah, it definitely that's could. True. That's all true. right. Uh, we're all out of time. Have a great weekend. Uh, Jeffy and Keith will be handling the overtime. And I'll see you on the Glenn Beck program coming up in just a few minutes. Yeah, if you want to vote, rockhall.com. They've got the nominations right there on the front screen. Which your vote means virtually nothing. That's right. We learned that. But do it. But go ahead and vote. One vote out of a thousand? That's what it is? Oh, man. Jeez. All right. See you Monday. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.